Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Game Train podcast, or as I like to call it now, the Late Train podcast, because I keep forgetting to actually upload the episodes. Uh, we're only on episode 99 <laughs> on Podbean, but for those that have been watching us live on Twitch, we're actually up to 103. Surprise. Oh my Pod, God. Podbean people, I'm going to do a mass, uh, mass, mass upload soon, I think. Oh my God, that looks uh, so sharp. That's right. So it's the 27th of May, 2021. Uh, as I said, we're live on Twitch, and joining me is is Smith Lyrical Zakal. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That one threw you, didn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I was, I was not ready. <laughs> you weren't ready for that one. All right, folks. So, yes, a uh, big one here again. We've always got a big one here ready to... Uh, to talk for ages about random gaming stuff. But yes, we're going to be reviewing the new game, Biomutant. We're going to um, be doing Lame Love Hype Trains. We're going to be talking some more console rust, some more GTA V as well. Carl's going to talk some VR because lucky boy Carl's got a very lovely VR setup now. Yes. That's yes, right. That's right. But before all that, folks, we're just going to dive straight into it. Here comes the news. All right, folks, we've got a bumper new schedule today. Let's kick it off with uh, last night, very randomly, no, nothing came from this. It just dropped. Nintendo's like, hey, we've got the new dates for the new Pokemon games. So they didn't do a Pokemon right. Direct, nothing. No, they just went, here you go. So uh, on the 19th of November this year, we'll be getting Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which is the remakes of the old DS classics, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, and they'll be out on Switch November 19 this year, which we kind of assumed that was going to be because that's generally when they drop Pokemon games around that time. So it was a bit of yep. a no-brainer. But this is a, was the surprise one. Pokemon Legends um, Arceus, I think that's how you pronounce it. Arceus? 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 Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they showed the trailer uh, earlier this year, they said early 2022, and we went, oh, early 2022 could be April, May, yep. maybe. But no, they turned around and, and with this announcement went 28th of January 2022. I'm a little worried now, because we're going to have two Pokemon games in two months. The game didn't look overly finished in the preview sh footage we no. saw a couple of months no, ago. Didn't. And it, yeah. it feels like it's going to be one of those ones that, are you guys rushing this? And I'm okay with them leaving it in the oven a bit more. But... Yeah, I, I, I think it's ready, sure. But it did look... It, the, it, the idea was there, and it's like, cool, this is what we've all been waiting for, an open-world Pokemon game. But it looked very empty, like quite dated as yes. an open-world game. That's the only thing I'm a bit worried about. And But I think it's now also shown that, and this is going to your rumours or or um, just thinking of what will come out later, I think we'll get a brand new generation of Pokemon at the end of the year in that November slot. So I think they're trying to keep that so far away from it. I, I don't know, it's weird, but then it almost steps on the toes of Diamond and Pearl. It's all a bit strange. Um, yeah. I almost feel like they should have released it when they released Snap this year in April. It makes kind of sense. Because then you still get that nice, um, you know, uh, seven-month wait until the next Pokemon game and but that's you know I reckon we're gonna get the delay on it I don't reckon it will be January 28th but that's what they've said so okay. far okay it wouldn't surprise me if come November they go hey we need um Arceus to get a couple more months in the oven be out in April rather than January I'd be okay with that I hope so um but yes um also, there is a PlayStation State of Play tomorrow. That's right. They're going to be looking at the new Horizon Zero Dawn game, which is Horizon Forbidden West. We're getting 20 minutes. Of, or it's a 20-minute segment with 14 minutes of new gameplay footage. Um, we're talking about this now that it's happening tomorrow, but by the time you probably listen to this on Podbean later on, it would have already happened. But it's kind of exciting that we're finally going to get to see proper gameplay. You know what I'm hoping? It's 14 minutes of uncut gameplay. Oh, that'd be nice. You know, and then six minutes of like cinematic trailer release date and all those, that sort of jazz. But, you know, like, yeah, I, I feel like that would make it work quite well. Just here, here's a 14 minute cut. Because remember when they gave us that nice, I think it was a 12 minute cut 
of God of War a few years ago. That was really well done. They went, here's 12 minutes of gameplay. And you go, right, okay. Yeah. I see what you've thrown at. Rather than 14 minutes of just chopped up stuff, jumping around, just give us a straight 14 minutes. Aloy gets a quest, goes out, does the quest, fights a monster, ends on big cliffhanger. Um, boom. Uh, release date. Yeah. Release date, October 26, <clears throat> 2021, or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good call. And um, what is, it'd be... I wonder if they'd do that, or even if it'd be one of those things with, like, a um, commentary over it. Yeah. Yeah. This is Aloy. Aloy can now shoot 25 arrows at once. Oh, look. Aloy's now going for a swim. Yep. Oh, she's in trouble here. Oh, is what is this? Aloy is free climbing wherever she wants. Oh, wait. We removed that feature. You have to go up the yellow things again. Oof. Oh, please climb everything. Just do that. God, it feels weird playing the old one again. It looks so beautiful. Oh, it, it is. So ahead of its it time. is. And then it's like, whoa, mm -hmm. I can't just go up here, this easy ledge. I am still going to laugh if Breath of the Wild releases this year in the same week as Horizons oh my Forbidden God. West. And hey, wouldn't all the people at Sony just be like, yes, again? Like, the first time wow. they didn't realize how big Breath of the Wild um, was going to be or whatever. Uh, but yep. if it happened again, they'd be like, no, don't overshadow us again. Give us our, give, oh give us our day in the sun here, guys. Um, this is, yeah, it'll be like, um, Titanfall two all over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, also, um, well, we're talking about the state of play. There is also a bunch of dates that have been released for all the, I guess we'll call them the E3 conferences. Uh, oh, conf before you jump into oh. that, uh, just cause you're talking about, um, uh, uh, gameplay reveals. There's also another Far Cry 6 gameplay reveal is also like 2am tomorrow morning for us. So that will have released by the time you hear this podcast yes, as well. I will not be staying up so for that. that. I will not be staying up for that one because that's a bit late. Yeah, that's that part's probably not news to the listeners, but yeah. um, that, that'll be out and that could be interesting. So check that out if you're interested. The video is probably available right now on YouTube. <laughs> that's right. Um, and But yes, talking about the E3 dates, there's been a bunch drop, bunch of conferences, etc. on what's going on. So Summer Games Fest is kicking off June 11 at 4 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yucky, yucky. That's on a Friday morning at 4 a.m. Uh, uh, on what date, sorry? Uh, Friday, June 11th. Ah, oh, June 11th. Okay. Yeah. Fr nice. Friday, June 11th. Um, and then on Sunday, June 13 at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, we're going to have Ubisoft Forward. So they're going to be doing an Ubisoft event at that time. Also on that yep. same day, but they haven't released a time yet from what I could find, but there might be one out there. PC Gaming Show is happening and they've also joined a future game show into the PC gaming show. So we're getting two shows melded into one, which then is oh, wow. also happening with the Microsoft show. They're adding the Bethesda one into the Microsoft show. That is yes. at 3 a.m. Monday, June 14th. Carl's going to do a live stream reaction of that. Yes, yes um, I will be. We'll also be doing a couple of, like we've done in the past, Express Cast. We won't be doing them for them all, but definitely Microsoft and Ubisoft We'll be getting express casts. If Sony and Nintendo um, also come to the table, we'll do express casts for them. The rest we'll, we'll talk about the highlights on the big wrap at the end of the E3 week, um, et cetera, et cetera, which is normally a huge, huge episode. So we're pretty excited. As I said last week, uh, I'm hype about all the little things starting to come out here and there and everywhere about E3, and we're already hearing things like the Pokemon dates, we're getting that reveal of Horizon Forbidden West tomorrow. Like little things like this, it's just nice that they're just sort of creeping out of the woodwork now. We're like, yay, let's jump on those. Yep. There is a release hype, you know, or exciting new stuff because we haven't had exciting new stuff to talk about for a while. Um, oh, that's true. Um, but we are still feeling the effects of COVID in terms of the pushbacks and things like that. Like, would have been really interesting. Like, if there was no COVID, would have we already had? Horizon uh, Forbidden West by now, I think we would have. I think they would have gone with March I know, March right? Again. Like, little things like this. But anyway, um, what else we got here? Um, oh, this. In terms of a little rumor slash tidbit of information, there is a new Final Fantasy game in the works 
other than N Walker and 16, right? Um, yeah. So, um, this new game is going to be called Final Fantasy Origins. It's going to be okay. S- it's going to be set in the Final Fantasy One world. And it, wow! And, and and it's going to be a Souls like game. Oh. <laughs> Did I just give you a lame train? Yep. Um, it's a hot rumor, and it, so many sources have said it. I think we'll be getting some sort of reveal very soon on this one. Bit of a left field one going with a Souls-like Final Fantasy. Um, is it though? Is it left field? It's like what? That's what every. There's gonna be a Souls-like chess soon. Like, ah. Uh, you're in, you, you're you, you, you hadn't heard of this. No. Oh, no. Uh, your initial thoughts? Um, I, you know, as annoying as it is for me, just because I don't like the genre, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, for the franchise, it's a it's a very um, obvious next step. As a lot of like the big sort of third person fighting action games are leaning, even like Souls Light. Yeah. So um, uh, it, it seems like a natural evolution after seeing the combat in fifteen. Yeah. That they'd like push that and use that mechanic to do something like that just because it's so popular right now and people are really loving it you and know you know what the, i was kind of hoping it was going to be a final fantasy tactics game yeah yeah i would have taken that but yeah. um yeah it just it lends well to world building and the creature and kind of like uh, monster design of final fantasy as well to be a souls like game so it makes sense i'm not surprised i'm just annoyed yeah 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 enough there. but i mean I, I shouldn't even be annoyed because i'm getting a 16 so I'm getting what I want. And and so Walker, this, 14. This you, you get it, you're getting the end of the Final Fantasy 14 current storyline. Yeah, so there's a great MMO, there's great stories, there's a great single player game coming out. So this isn't this shouldn't be annoying to me. This is like it's not replacing the thing I like. It's not if 16 no, if 16 was, was the soul's, soul's life, yeah, yeah, you would yeah, you would have te- you would have teed off. You would have teed off. Exactly. So it's not but, actually that bad. This is this is actually really good for fans of that genre and it's it makes sense for this universe to jump in there. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yeah, you must be. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. What also? What is, uh, else is going on? Um, Dragon Quest um, information came out today. Uh, we got a little trailer for Dragon Quest Three remake. They're remaking number three in terms of like a almost like an Octopath style two D sort of look, two D slash three D look, uh, which is really cool. And they also announced Dragon Quest Twelve. Uh, nothing else yeah. other than just a title. Um, which I don't have it written down. Uh, but it's, uh, Dragon Quest 12 is in development and it's coming. So hopefully we get more information. Maybe around Eve 3 time, maybe this is just their little, you know, hey, here's a little bit of stuff and then we're going to go into more detail in a couple of weeks. So I'm hoping that's what's going on there. Um. Okay, okay. And then in other news, uh, Time Splitters is coming back. Uh, Deep Silver announced uh, they're going to be sharing more in the future, but they've gotten some some of the original devs in to work on it. So that's uh, pretty exciting stuff for Time Splitter fans out Like a remake or just another game? No, I think it's just a new game from what I could tell. Sick. Yeah. Also, um, Sony bought the rights recently to Sunset Overdrive. Oh, Um, what? So that's very interesting. Is, no, it, it, no news. Is that because they're just, so wound up with Insomniac now that they've just gone? Yeah, well, I mean, they own Insomniac now. So yeah. They bought Insomniac. So they went and bought that. And they've said in the past, oh, um, Insomniac are not going to work on Sunset Overdrive because that's not what this studio is um you know, concentrating on right now. Uh, they're moving on to more like other things, you know, mm-hmm. concerning Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man and all that. But then this week uh, that uh, I don't know, how to, I think it's the, the license or the patent or something just got re, um, you know, just like uh, renewed by Sony. So it's just really interesting. No announcement or anything. So I wonder if that means they're working on a sequel. I hope not. I hope they're just re- re-releasing the first one because not enough people played it. Okay, and yeah. it'd be weird to just, and it's still good. It still holds up because it's Insomniac, you know. And I think if they're gonna take that franchise, just re-release it at least, like yeah. do, you know, like an upresed version, or a, doesn't even need a remake. Just clean it up, and then work on it. I hope, but no news. That's just the only news is that it has been renewed and acquired. Yeah, which 
gives it hope, I think, which is something I just kind of ruled out because they made it sound like we're never going back into this, which which is weird because you're like, yeah, it makes sense to jump back in. It was a great mm. game and you guys own them now. And Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Cool. Have you got um, any other news? Yeah. Also, uh, just today, kind of semi-breaking. It's, it's not fully game related, but um, Amazon just acquired MGM for $8.45 billion. I guess we'll see a eight point forty five billion. Yes. Oh, you yep. told me millions before. I was like eight million. I'm like, gosh, just but anyone could draw. <laughs> if that makes sense, um, you know. So that was that was the drop I got from my friend, and I said the same thing. Only nine million in question marks. And, yeah. Um, our, our friend Matt said billion. Sorry, nine billion. In oh, yes. Yeah. So like, see that right? That right, that, that makes make, that makes a lot more sense now yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like well, why didn't some random billionaire just go fuck it i'm just gonna buy mgm yeah and that's what I, I was like maybe i could just call mom and dad and we could pull something together <laughs> sell the farm uh you know trade in the tarago and i'm sure if I it's call like Helen, i was like how is mgm worth less than discord <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i mean it still kind of is right <laughs> But like it's pretty crazy. But okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so, so I guess we'll see if all those MGM produced movies from the past appear on Amazon Prime and and stuff Probably. like that. Well, now. four thousand movies, seventeen thousand TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this, looking at a whole bunch of stuff, and there's like yeah, the MCU and like stuff is uh, uh it, so it's James Bond. Sorry, it, it was just that in itself is the most valuable movie franchise. Well, they behind like. Now, what what had James Bond? Was it Stan that had James Bond on? All the James Bond songs? Yeah, all in a row. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's poor Stan. Get ripped off of all that. Now we'll all go across to um, Amazon Prime. Amazon. Oof, that, yeah. that's a big loss. Yeah, man. They've got they've got the Hobbit. They've got like oh right, okay. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, Rocky. Okay, it's, yeah. Yeah, there's a good. Yeah, there's a good collection there. Wow. What if they'll change the name of the MGM Hotel to Amazon Hotel then in Vegas? I mean, I don't know if they're changing them. Just I think they're just acquiring them. True. Or, or there's just the big picture of Jeff out the front of the MGM. Wow. If, if they just call it Amazon's, we might think it's like a, a wet water slide place. Wow. Wow. Uh, all right. <laughs> With all that, that is that is the news for this week on the Game Train Podcast. Yeah, I still haven't done a sound effect. Um, Perfect. All right, folks, onto the games we have been playing in this uh, short time since the last one. So we don't have a lot of new stuff because it's only been a week since the last episode. Um, yeah, but you know, we just had a lot of stuff to get through in terms of the review games. That's why we've got one so close. At least we had a lot of news though this week, which was which was really nice. So that was yeah, that, evens out. That was really handy. So, but in the big news slash games we've been playing, you bought a shiny new toy for yourself. Tell us about it. Yes, I uh, I finally got the uh, the Oculus Quest Two. I've been curious about. Um, playing vr outside of psvr that was my first experience and kind of my only experience really um and so i hadn't really jumped in and i just had enough of hearing about half-life alex for a year Mm -hmm. and everyone going oh it's so amazing 10 out of 10 game you know uh definitely best vr experience and just other and well i bought it not not all i wanted was to play half-life that Mm -hmm. was that was my mission uh but i got it uh kind of not realizing that this is sort of like the PC VR Nintendo Switch equivalent where you can plug it into the PC and play all the Rift games like Half-Life Alex, or you uh-huh. can unplug it and play the Quest games, which are like slightly less graphically intensive games, but you can play them on the fly anywhere for like mm. two to three hours. Wait, what? Um, yeah, it's completely portable. I can just bring it to your house. I could like take it to Degs's place and have a party, have a few drinks and everyone can have a turn of like a, uh, you know, Beat Saber or Super Hot. I, I literally like went and sat in on a couch in a different room to test it out, and it just runs flawlessly. And it doesn't have what? tracking. You don't need a camera to point to you, and it's still like a lot more um, accurate than the PSVR. There's only the, if you do connect to the PC, there's only one cable, 
-hmm. But yeah, you can just play for just two or three hours, which I can't even get through because I'm bugged usually. Yeah. And you stand anywhere you want and you can just like sort of, it's like shooting a sort of laser and you, you draw like a, like a, a ring shaped around yourself because you can tap on the side of the VR twice mm -hmm. anytime while playing. And it's got like six cameras on the outside that let you see the outside world while wearing your VR headset still. So you can tap that and you can see where everything is. You can move furniture oh, around right. without having to take it off. And so while you're looking at that, you like make a, you know, make a boundary around for yourself. You can see, all right, there's a couch there, there's a table there. So I'll, I'll make sure that I stop here. And then when you tap it back on the side of the VR and jump back into the game world, you can either have it not show up until you get close to the wall, or you can have this light line appear on the ground every time you look oh. down. And you can, and I'm literally like walking around. Mine is, I have maybe, because I'm in the garage, I have quite a big space and you can use all of it. And you can run around sort of hiding behind pillars and things. And you don't need like little cameras around the room to set it up. You can, if you were say uh, outside, or like just in a in a big warehouse or something, you could just have this huge like ten meter squared area that you are allowed to walk around in wow. in a game world. So it's it's really open. I had no idea of this stuff going into it, and knowing that it's wireless is just so amazing. I can just pick it up and go to friends' places who don't have VR. And the most annoying thing was like, one, you always had to invite them over to your place if you wanted to play PSVR. Two, you got to bring it out and plug in the extra box, then plug the whole thing in. There's like three cables. Now you can just charge it up bring it over and just like chuck it on their head and off you go playing. And also, if you're not uh, close to a PC or anything, you can still play all your Oculus Quest 2 games just for as long as you want if you use the five meter cable and just plug it into the wall and you have power. So then you can just play like all night, wherever you go. It's just a charger. Like you plug it straight into a wall and wow. it's incredible. So um, yeah, that was, I, I had a go of um, games I'd played before, like, or Beat Saber, but mm. Beat Saber is a whole new thing when it's when you're not tethered by a wire. Okay. Because a lot of it is like dodging left and right, bending down, and you know, and then slicing things, and so that was really cool. Super Hot was the first time I'd ever done VR. I never got it on PlayStation. Uh, so that was incredible. That game deserves all the praise it gets for being like a must-play on VR, and I'm just so annoyed I hadn't done it sooner. I'm glad I got to try it. Uh, untethered wirelessly because I was literally like on my knees and crawling around desks like invisible desks and lying down to dodge bullets it was so fun um, and just quickly I did jump into Half-Life Alex and had a go and it's just freaking stunning like brilliant what a game oh, I want to play it's, it oh man I can't wait to show you bro I can't mm. wait. It's, oh, it's I've, so I've, I've got it's a great, beautiful. I've got a great way you could actually show me in the next, I don't know, couple of days. Transfer me, I don't know, a thousand dollars, right? And then I'll go order one, and then I'll get to see. Mm -hmm. I think it's only like six hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> what for your Oculus Quest? Yeah, so it's actually pretty cheap as what? well. Wow, that is really cheap. You should send yep. me the money. <laughs> and also, <laughs> with with Amazon Prime. Um, I ordered it at nine in the morning yeah. and I received it that same day at seven at night. That's ridiculous. It was insane. And I'd ordered like extra cables and all these like extra little bits. Everything came. What? It, Does it come with the, the hand grips as well? Yeah. Yeah. That's all okay. included. Okay. And those are so great. They did a thing that I wish these stupid move controllers did where they're just powered by one AA battery. Really? Yeah, and it just works for ages. And then when it runs out, you just chuck another one in. Oh my God. It's a single AA battery. Um, and, those move controls are so annoying. Um, And sorry for anyone that is listening at home, we just got a raid from Lontre. So we're just going to say hello to him because it'd be rude not to. Um, Hello, oh, Lontre. Goodness. Thank you for the raid. Lontre. Um, but yes, guys, we're just in the middle of a podcast right now, so we're going to keep going with this. But thank you for the red laundry and thank you for the follow of this, guys. Ben, there you go. You're immortalized on the Game Train podcast. <laughs> um, thank you. Thanks for dropping in, guys. All right, so let's, uh, yeah, man, your VR sounds awesome. I didn't realize it was that cheap. I thought it'd be like 1200 bucks or something like that. So, no, I, I didn't realize either. That's why I jumped straight in when I saw Brianna Grace. Uh, playing and she she received her one and I, I tested that out and it took me all of about 
20 minutes to be like, ah, yeah, I'm ordering one of these. So, so what's the difference between that and like the other VR sets for PC or don't you really know? You just got that one and went, we're going to go with this. I think like you get, so um, the HTC Vive, I think is like the most graphically intensive, beautiful looking one, but that's the one that takes the most work. You've got to set up the room and oh, there's like sensors okay. you put up and yeah. all that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's tethered. And then there's the Oculus Rift, which uh, is the same as this Oculus, but it's it's just running off your PC's graphics card and power and all that stuff. Whereas okay. this one has its own things inside it mm -hmm. that runs off in itself. And you can get like a 64 gigabyte version or a 256 gig version mm -hmm. to like run its own games. And they're just kind of smaller, just like this kind of think of like the Switch. They're just smaller games that like Beat Saber and Super Hot and experiences okay. like that. But with the um, data cable that it comes with, it's like a USB 3 five meter long cable when okay. you connect that and tether it to the pc it also becomes an oculus rift right okay um and did you get the 64 yeah. to 256 gig 256 okay okay cool all right awesome thank you for that um yeah, no and can you trade me a send me the 650 bucks as well so i may purchase one for myself uh if you send me a another set for it <laughs> <laughs> but you said it was cheap Oh, cheap compared to twelve hundred. <laughs> well, yeah, it's half the price. That's seven bit of money. All right. Oh, <laughs> also, uh, we'll talk a little bit about console rust again. I jumped on a bit more of that. I spoke about it last week when it was still in early access. So they do have Australian servers or Oceanic servers, etc. Uh, mm -hmm. I had been playing a lot of it on the PlayStation. Uh, it was very laggy, like the other players were very laggy and very jumpy around the sort of thing. And it was yep. very hard to actually get in combat with a lot of people. It's quite awkward um, yep. and things like that. Um, I then tried it on the Xbox as well. Ah, yes. Okay, I've been curious about this. Um, I found it to run smoother on the Xbox than the PlayStation. So, wow, and wait, you're playing on a Series S as well, right? Correct. Compared to my PS5. So wow. I, um, if you're going to play console Rust, I'd recommend it on Xbox. There's less players on the servers, but that's not always a bad thing when it comes to Rust. Like, uh, yeah, all, especially all, new players. All their players, like all their caps at the moment are 100, and the Sony ones were capping out at 90 to 100, while the Xboxes were 60 to 70. It gives you a bit more room on the map. Oh, the one big disappointment, though, and this is a really weird one. So Rust is known. For every week or month, or depending on what sort of server you're on, is that the map gets wiped and you get a brand new map every time. Yeah. And then every time you go to a different server, it's a different map. It's a procedurally generated different map. Well, uh, on console, it seems it's the same map across the whole board on every friggin' server, um, oh. which I didn't think was that great because it gives you no variety. Like, and if this you, is PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't bring up the Xbox map because I couldn't figure out the... I didn't play the Xbox version for very long. I have to go back and play a bit more because yep, yep, um, yep, okay. I've been doing other things. But um, on all the PlayStation servers, they're all the same map and it felt like the same map on the Xbox. I just didn't bring up the map. But where I walked, I'm like, hang on a second. Is this the same bloody map again? So, wow. yeah, it's a, it's, a bit, it's a bit strange in that context. But... Um, yeah, look, uh, it's interesting. The Xbox version runs better. It just play, it, yeah, it just ran better. Uh, but the advantage is that the um, PlayStation's got that beautiful extra button to do voice chat. And again, I couldn't figure out how to do voice chat on the Xbox, which I again I didn't play it for very long, only fifteen minutes. But I know yeah, okay. I noticed the smoothness already because I, I tried a bunch of different PlayStation servers just to make sure it wasn't my server that was fucking up. Um, yep. But I had the same issues on all of them with players like jumping around on the Xbox that wasn't happening, which is really interesting. So it could be a server side thing that they might just have to fix up or whatever. Uh, yep. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, that was the... Mm, that is interesting. I'd be, I'd be curious to hear more about if, if you jump in more, because that one's really interesting because it's just both similar game, big, big world... And, you know, running online. Mm -hmm. And just interesting that you're finding it's running smoother on the Series S. Yes, yes. But I, I think it's a, I think it's a survey, like a... Yeah, a, of course. I think it's a um, a survey issue rather than a client-side issue. If that makes sense. Yep. But yep, yep, that's definitely. just from me just playing and seeing what it's like. All right. 
So, um, also, we've been playing more GTA 5 this week. We've been having lots of dumb adventures with the Generosity crew. It's been it's very... Been uh, can, I, can I just say ground team for the win? Um, no, no, no. Air team for the win. No, ground team. No, we've been having a lot, a lot of fun. We've been doing a lot more of the heists. We've just had lots of dumb shit happen while we've been doing the heists. One of them took us hours because we just kept dying over and over again. But you know what? It was so much fun every time. Yeah, so worth it. That game just is endless, endlessly good. Um, but yeah, so we're slowly making our way through the heist. I think we've done three full heists so far. I think there's about seven or eight heists in the whole thing. What? Yeah. Is it that many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, wow. there's the three we've done, but then there's Doomsday, Casino, um, uh, a bank job one, uh, the island one, which they've added. So that's another four, and I think there's another one again. So I think wow. I've got, got like another five to go, or something like that, which is pretty that crazy. Is brilliant. Yeah, and it's it's like, I mean, I want to say it's like what two, three hours per heist, more even. Oh, I'd say more because you got the, like the four or five setup missions, and I think all those take about twenty to thirty minutes each if you don't fuck it up. That's true, but and you do, and yeah. you do fuck it up. Yeah, you do, and so, it's insane as an wow. achievement and bonus money for getting through every heist in a row with the same group of people with no one dying once. Yeah, no thank That's you. That's hard on hard on hard. That is that is some insane shit. Um, that's all you need is one DC and it's over. Like that's the scary yep. bit too, and that's a that's a lot of content you have to get through um, with no mistakes. I just, yeah, I love that. If you're looking at even even just like five hours that's so much extra content and it's actually like genuinely oh yeah fun creative content too it's not just like jumping online and doing some races and some you know like death matches yeah like there's so much creative content and it's fun mm -hmm. well, and then there's all the well, adversary modes well, adversary well, modes yeah doing. we're doing a mini battle royale last night where you'll fly down and parachute in oh, so fun. we're all on one team but joel and i think that was the greatest part that joel was always on the opposite team and then you know it's like you you work as a team to kill the enemy the circle gets smaller better or our style but it was it was a lot of fun and i found the one ryan's been talking about the um the um the one with the person with like the, the serial killer in the dark oh uh, yeah so yeah. i think we should try that one soon because i think that'd be an absolute Barrel of Definitely. Too. I will be, Um, uh, this is not for our podcast listeners later, but I'll be playing GTA tonight on my stream, actually. That's uh, that's the main thing I'll be doing because I smashed my voice it, yesterday. It, so is is, is this why you stream. went so early in the podcast tonight? You went 7 p.m. so you could play GTA? Well, only because of starting time on anything. It just always yeah, okay, uh, yeah. cuts into, I just wanted 9 to be open. I, I was yeah, going to yeah. do singing tonight, but... I just, yeah, I smashed my voice. We did a lot of singing yesterday. So I was like, I'll play a game. What should I play? Ooh, yeah, GTA. Yeah. Um, um, well, we, 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 should keep, so good. we should keep going with the episode because we're really up to like 40 minutes. Um, we should. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, let's roll into the review. Again, I've been lazy boy because I've been working lots. Um, so I, yeah, don't have the, I don't have the nice little trailer. But imagine we play the Biomutant trailer now and you're like, wow, amazing trailer. All right, into the Biomutant review. Here we go. Uh, Biomutant is an action role-playing game developed by a Swedish developer, Experiment 101, and published by THQ Nordic. Uh, it was revealed several years ago now, and it's taken its sweet time to come out. It disappeared for a long time from the gaming landscape, but then it magically appeared at the start of this year, and now it's out. Um, in this game, you play as like this cat creature in this post-apocalyptic world, pretty much just like thousands of years after, after the humans have sort of ruined everything and messed everything up, you know? Um, yep. And yeah, so it is, as I said, uh, action role-playing game, third-person view, open world. Let, let's dive into it. So yeah, the story is, as I said, yeah, simple. You're, you're just trying to survive in this world of these four like, uh, monster things which are messing up like the tree of life, etc. You got to go pretty much destroy them and or save them if you go that path. So this game, yeah. this game is probably the game of systems on systems on systems, but does everything very very averagely along the way. 
Yeah, just it's like it's like it does the bare minimum to have that definition added to the back of the box. Yes, correct. So, for example, I spoke real quick about then you can make a choice throughout the game if you're going to destroy the big creatures or, or or not. You can choose different tribes to align with. Some of them are light, some of them are, uh, are dark in terms of like their allegiance kind of thing. Um, like it's it's like that good and evil sort of thing, um, and and that your allegiance can change throughout the game depending on yep. one, the choices you make, but the very basic I found it's, choices. Yeah. It's very A or B, you it's know? Very, it's like, it's trying to do the uh, good or bad thing, but it's so dated. It feels like it's doing it the same way the first Fable game did. Yep. And I feel like I think they should have just left that out entirely, straight off the yes. bat. It yep. felt so useless. But let's go into the other stuff. What's really cool um, is the character customization. Now, this was cool. You can choose a bunch of different classes. You can choose like different stats and things. And on depending on what you're choosing, depends on actually what your cat looks like. Then you can choose different types of fur and and all these sorts of things that you 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 sort of understand comes in a, a game of customization. But there is actually a lot there. I did like it how you could change, like add more strength and your your cat would be a bit more beefier or a bit more sort of agility and a bit more sort of skinnier and things like that. So I did really... Yeah, the character I, I, creation I, was awesome. I really, I really like that and how your stats, yeah, change those physical attributes of your character and um, what class you chose as well. So I ended up going to Savitor, which was sort of more like the roguish one. Yeah, uh, what did I do? I don't remember. You went to one with the big sword. Yeah. Uh, you, and then there's like another class you choose after that. Yeah, well, you, there's like mage style or... Yeah, you, you know more archetypes, pretty much. So yeah, yeah I, I went with the all-rounder. All I went with the more quicker, sort of nimble, sort of melee fighter. And I feel that was a kind of a mistake, considering how strong the ranged attacks are in this game. Yes. So the, the gameplay is very simple. You've got a dash button, you've got a sprint button, you've got um, some attack buttons, and you've got shoot buttons. You've got button. a double jump. And you've got a double jump, and you've got shoot buttons. You said it was like a Dark Souls light game. I really disagreed with that when you said that after I played it. It's just the whole dodging thing. I, I don't know. No, I just mean, like, I just mean they're putting in that, that concept of, like, you're fighting, and it's, it's kind of slower than it needs to be, and also every move takes a bit of stamina. Yeah. And whereas those games where you're normally jumping and dodging like that, for mm -hmm. me, the dodge and block is normally just part of the moveset. Yeah. Whereas this, for no reason, they said, oh, let's make it heavier and slower and everything costs stamina. And that's what I meant by like souls light, not like, yeah, you know, okay. like yeah. they just put in a just a bit, just a yeah. little bit. And I'm like, why? Why did you, you just, like you said about the choosing good and bad? It's like, just leave it out. Yeah, well, I, did, I, did, I, I didn't mind the stamina thing, but maybe it was the class I'm playing, which is a quick, nimble class. I felt my attacks were quite quick. I was using like double, yep. double sides to fight. You were using a great sword to fight. Maybe that was a difference there. Um, maybe. Well, it was just the actual dodging. Well, maybe because I couldn't get as many hits in, so I'd need to dodge more. Yeah. Uh, you know, while getting the next hit ready, and I, it just felt like a this extra thing that yep. was like, like giving stamina to Mario Galaxy. You know, I'm like. This is not the place, guys. Yeah, and then, yeah, you've got ranged attacks as well, so you've got guns, um, all different types of guns you can use in the game, etc. Yep. Uh, for ranged amount of damage, and I thought that was quite strong because you could stay away from enemies, to shoot from a distance, it did very good damage. Uh, yeah, it does. To the enemies, and, and your ammo reloads really damn quick. So yes. it was this consistent thing of like, hang on a second, really? I can just sit at a distance, but I'm supposed to be like, God, my little stabby stabs. And I was doing a, it was just easier to sit at a distance, avoid ranged attacks and just shoot because yes. I, would, I wouldn't get hit. If I went close, there was always a chance of getting hit. Then it's got the counter system like in Arkham where they even had the same sort of little symbol, you know, the little wavy symbol that pops up on an enemy's head. Yep. And you hit your block button and you'll always block and then you can counter hit and stuff. So they had that system in the game too. At, yeah. at a very basic level again. Um, yeah. then, then you've got your leveling up system. So you've got a full level up system in this game. So you get experience from doing quests, killing monsters, uh, finding things. You know, your usual jazz. Uh, you go up a level, then you get points to put into like different attributes, but then you get other points to put into skills. 
But then you find and like abilities and, and stuff. abilities. But then you find like globs of goo to put into different abilities, and then you can yeah. unlock different abilities after that. And the abilities are almost feel like uh, very very reminiscent to the Assassin's Creed setup, where you hold a button and you press one of your face buttons, and you you know you you put your new move to that. You learn like fireball or put a glob of acid here or a super fire dash. Mm -hmm. You can lean towards like electricity, fire, and well, yeah, and but then there's also special moves too, which are like little moves that if you do cert if you do a few in a row, like different types, like they're like more combo moves. Then you can do a super move where you become a lot stronger, and then you get different moves again, sort of thing. Yeah. On top of that, it feels like there's just so many systems going on in this game that also it sounds really cool. You know, like, it sounds it like there's does. a lot going on, but if I heard you saying all that, I'd be like, it sounds complicated, but this sounds really cool if I just sit down and learn it all. Wow, look at all that, mm -hmm. all those options I can do. Yeah. I'd be excited by this talk that we're having right now. Well, yeah, you can so put... why you, doesn't it work? You can put points into, like, different all different weapons or guns or whatever you want to specialize in, etc. Um, also, there is crafting in this game, so you can craft... Um, full suit of armor and weapons and guns yep, and, and and all things. this sort of stuff from all the different things you find in the world um, and break stuff down. But then you can also sell things and buy things from merchants, um, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got the whole crafting thing. And then your weapons, you can put different handles and nozzles, et cetera, and different attachments on them. And there's a lot of customization with the weapons too in terms of what you do. But again... It still feels very half-assed and very bland at the same time. Like, another system was put into this game, and off we go. I'd rather have just constantly found... Like, and I did find a lot of weapons. Maybe not having a crafting system, or... Or, yeah. or having stop a... Stop putting crafting oh, systems I, I in yeah, things, yeah, guys. Yes, yeah, please stop. Um, but yes, there is an open world as well, and I thought the open world was quite average. It wasn't. didn't feel anything special, like running around. Well, it wasn't didn't feel that open to me. It felt like many wide corridors. I, it was still open world because you can choose. Now, I see the definition of open world as here's a big map, right? Uh, choose, yep. choose where you'd like to go. And you do get that, those choices on where you'd like to go and which order you'd like to tackle things in and things like that. And I think that is classified as open world. Now, the design of the open world, you're quite right. It does feel like a lot of corridors into wide yeah. other areas into other corridors, into wider other areas, into a fort sort of okay, thing. Okay, so you mean open world like Terraria, where it's like, well, that's not an open world, but you can go anywhere at any time, and it's just like left well, and right. pretty much like, um, okay, GTA 3 was open world because you could go anywhere, but that was a grid city, which was all corridors. Yeah, but it's still like, there's no like tunnels. This feels a bit more like, kind of like uh, Monster Hunter world well don't, that but like, those are mini open zones yeah but even even if hypothetically you joined all those together to make one giant beautiful open world yeah still it was like they would take you in a tunnel yeah kind of to the next little thing and then take you to another tunnel kind of to the next thing so it'd be like i guess this is open world like like resident evil vi village would be if if there was no like um if, if you had like five different places to go and you could go anywhere within that world, it was like yeah. confined. So yeah, okay. I see what you mean by yeah. your definition of like, you can yeah. go at any place at any time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that was the open world. Like the graphics are okay. They're not groundbreaking for a game coming out this year. Um, and there isn't a PS5 or, or, or Series X version yet. We're still playing the PS4, Xbox One versions. But even then... Um, it, the graphics are pretty average. Yeah, they look really good in screenshots, which is funny. But as soon as you move anything, or if you yeah. move the camera close, like the fur in everything looks really hard to look at. Mm. And everything is furry. So it's everywhere. And I found another thing. I was trying to find really nice blues and stuff for my character. I was struggling big time in that character creation. Because when I came out of there, he just didn't look kind of right. I don't know. It yep. was very weird. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if it was me or my TV or what was going on. I don't know, man. No, I haven't. I haven't felt that feeling uh, since. Oh, there was something. Um, there was something. I know there was another game where we went through that. No. For me, it was. I, I had it heavily with the color stuff. Was in um, 
Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And I remember yeah. like choosing a nice tan skin and went, this looks good. And then I, and you lock it in and then it's like orange. And I'm like, oh no, this <laughs> yeah. is not what I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, um, and we spoke of the combat before. I thought it was quite boring combat. It felt very mashy or stay away and just sort of just shoot. Which is and, weird because there's yeah. so many options. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt, I didn't feel excited running into a battle. I felt very bored. Yeah, there's something, that's that's the weird part of this game. There's so many systems, there's so many things to work towards, so many ways to change your character, and yet everything feels still boring and repetitive, strangely. It's hard to put your finger on it unless you actually sit down and try it. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's just, it looks, it looks okay. The systems are okay. Look, Everything's okay. Look, everything is okay, but nothing stands out. Not one part. The, the only bit that stood out was probably the character creator, but you can't base a whole game off a character creator. But then yeah, even then, when we that. came out of the thing, we looked a little different in terms of the colorings and the characters. So I'm like, I don't know now. Yep. Yeah, well, it's, it's very... It's And it's not... Oh, what a hard game to talk about because it's not like bad no it's it, nothing's not good bad in it but nothing's good in it either everything is so yeah. bog average that's the thing like we yeah. spoke we spoke about we spoke about ghost of Tsushima last year right where there were so many open world things crammed into that game there was just a lot of it it was like yeah. the open world game of open world games right everything but, that they'd learned but to that point there was so much in it and a lot of systems and things but they did everything so good but, yeah, and they weren't breaking new ground, but they no. were nailing it all. They 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 went, right, we're going to do 9 out of 10s on every part of this open world experience sort of thing. And here you go, here's the open world package. Well, this feels like we're going to do average on everything and nothing's really going to stand out that you go, hey, this is really cool because of this, but not. it's like, oh, everything's okay. And I found yeah. it very strange to talk to people about. Um, everything's okay. Yeah, it's it's a game, and they're, like, and they're like, "Is it bad?" I'm like, "It's not bad." They're like, "So it's good." I'm like, "No, it's yeah, it's like it's uh, not every, bad, but I wouldn't recommend it." It's not bad. I wouldn't recommend it. Like, it's like it comes to Game Pass, which I think it inevitably will, or comes on a, a you know PS Plus freebies or or any of those, or yeah, sure, give it you know give it a whirl. But am I going to be going out and recommending drop ninety bucks on it? No. No. And it's a bad oh. thing, to, or it's, uh, unless you're really into that sort of thing. Like, uh, but then, I don't know. It's a, such a weird one, man. Yeah. Look, traversal felt nice. Traversal the felt running nice, and the double jumping that feels good. That was about that was about the nicest feel. As soon as I kind of moved around, I was like, oh, okay. And then it was just a solid like flat mid five from then on like yeah. the narration is awful the cutscenes you can't skip them and oh yeah the narration sometimes yeah. sometimes you're just looking at the map and they're pointing to different things on the map and and telling you like exposition story stuff of what to do and it's taking ages mm -hmm. and you can't skip it you, like even if you want it's boring it's straightforward it's just like go here or go here one's good one's bad go team up with someone or they're saying this is a special place with a special thing, but they're telling you for ages. And instead of showing you like B-roll or some footage of the world or some, it's just, you're looking at the map mm -hmm. and you're stuck in there for like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, also um, speaking of other systems, they've got a little checklist system when you go into an area, like there's all these items here, but again, it didn't feel very exciting getting them all. And then on top of that, they've got the random puzzles where you go to twist knobs to line things up. But it's so basic. It's like line up the white with the white and the yellow with the yellow oh, and yeah. you just twist them all. But you got a limited number of turns and they're like, don't mess it up. I'm like, ooh. And then I messed it up and it just damages you a little and you go straight back in. You're like, well, I'll just do it like this now. Like, even that yeah. was just average. It was like, cool, I guess. Like, you know yeah. what? You know what? This game would have been really fun um, during the 360 PS3 era. Yeah, or, probably. Or the very start of the Xbox One PS4 era, the very start, I'm saying launch titles. I don't know, because even even old games like like Bioshock and stuff existed, mm. you know? Yeah. And those those games like had a bunch of systems and just felt really good. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, it just, it just doesn't work. It yep. should, 
Yeah. It definitely should. And it looks great on paper, but like, thankfully, there's reviews and people like us. I think we exist for reasons exactly like this game here, where it's like, you look at it and go, looks great to me. Yeah. You know, and it does. It looks I was, good I was to look excited at. for a long time for this game. I'm not going to lie. Same. Like, ever since they, they showed the first trailer like, three or four years ago, whatever it was now. I was like, yep. that looks really freaking cool. I'm uh, this this is on my list of, of games, you know? Yep. And, games to watch. Yeah. Um and Yeah, it's just average. So what'd you end up giving it? I gave it exactly what you'd probably predict. Mm-hmm. A hard five. Well, I get I, I ended up giving it a five point five. Nice. Because okay, of character creation. Because of character creation. Because of the cool yeah. thing with your character changing depending on your stats. I like that because other games like, yep, your strength, but you're still like a skinny rake. You yeah, know? that is cool. So I thought... It, it was yeah. cool. I so, had a lot of fun. You know yeah. I love character creation. And yeah. I texted you. I was like, this is awesome. So happy. Let's go. Yeah. And, and then, then, then I did text ten, you anymore. Yeah, then 10 minutes later, I got a soul's light question mark. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that was Biomutant review. Wait, what did, oh yeah, you oh, said yeah, 5.5. 5. 5. 5. Yeah. Look, we're, it's, we're not saying it's a bad game. We're saying it's a bog average game. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game to do things and stuff. So it's like the definition of a video game nowadays. That's right. All right. So let's roll on from there. Um, so, Thank God. So folks, coming out to question time. For those in chat, please get a question ready for us. Um, or we're just going to smile at each other on cameras. Um, right. So as always, uh, game train podcast, uh, we do this live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash game train Twitch. I don't stream as much anymore. Most of it is the podcast or the occasional stream still drop in give us a follow all that sort of great stuff. So, you know, when I'm going to go live with the podcast or other random things, cause life's a little yes, busy yes. for me these days at the moment until I get my yeah. stuff sorted out. Um, it'll be a bit like this. Um, also podbean.com slash game train podcast. It's where we host. We're also on iTunes and Spotify for those that like to listen to those platforms through there. It all counts towards our listens, etc. And reviews and all that are always great. So drop in, do all those great things. We love that sort of stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. We don't post a lot in there these days, but we're still always watching. So if you want to post something up in there yourselves, go nuts or whatever. Um, we still post our completed episodes in there. Um, but I'm mostly on Twitter these days. That's where I do most of my my random thoughts into the wind, I guess, uh, which is at Game Train Talk. So jump on to uh, Twitter and give us a follow on there. Instagram, uh, Instagram at Game Train Podcast is on there. We've got a bunch of pretty pictures. A lot of our episode pictures go up there, which are made by Carl here, which is fantastic hey. stuff. If we do little generosity events, we normally throw up a bunch of stories on there, etc. So keep an eye out on the Instagram and you, Carl. Yes, uh, me, you can, I'm the lyrical, I do this with Callan, uh, or I'm doing live music, so I'm, I'm often doing live music up and down the coast of Australia, uh, or streaming at home, and doing a mix of both those things on Twitch at the underscore lyrical, uh, or you can find all my stuff on Instagram at the lyrical, or Facebook, which is just the lyrical official. Okay, fantastic. All right, it looks like we've got um, some questions in chat. Devful. Callum's a new jacket. Yes. Davpool question two. How do you keep your room so clean? I don't know. Nice. Wow. Nice. Thank you. So thank you for that. Generally, when we ask a question, we kind of hope it's something in the gaming sphere of things rather than random questions about nice jacket. <laughs> it is nice, though. I do like that brown. Thank you. Thank you. It's actually, yeah, uh, it's actually a new hoodie um, for, for wintertime when I'm not out in it in the big jacket sort of thing. So house jacket, pretty much. Or, nice. or, lo- okay. or local shops jacket rather than having to put it. Right, them- right, right. 7-Eleven yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. uh, Callan, one final question. Would you like to work from home? During Eve 3. Yes, I would love to work from home during Eve 3. It would make my life so much easier. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be very... It'd make things a lot more manageable around that time, I'll tell you what. But we'll get yep. to that in a moment. Um, again, thanks for the questions there, Davpool, but we're going to wrap up the episode now. But before we do, we're going to go into the lame love and hype train. Uh, and first up is the lame train. Uh. 
Carl, what's your lame train? Souls like well, Final I mean, Fantasy. It, it was gonna be Souls like <laughs> stuff, but it's not really. Uh, My lame train is uh, what I was I was talking to you earlier about it. Callan is writing all this really cool news and uh, rumors. <laughs> yeah. Today. Well, well, we don't really talk rumors. We're trying to avoid it because no, there is but, so much bullshit out there. Yes, there is. But bullshit and rumors is fun. Like we don't yeah. do it here, but as yeah. friends, we talk about cool things. Yeah. Um, every now and then. But then Callan wrote yet another one which is out at the moment that's circulating which is like oh my god the switch pro might be announced maybe at e3 now and i'm like can we please stop with these rumors i just don't care or like oh dragon quest 12 might be in development like those aren't rumors those those are things that are coming like and i was saying to Callan, like okay you heard it here first game train ps6 is likely to exist in the next five to 10 years. You heard it here first. Like, I do not care. That's not a rumor. Tell me something like, like Chrono Trigger is getting remade and released on PS5. That would be a rumor because I'd be like, holy crap. I didn't see that coming. That's very interesting. I wonder if that's real. I'm curious. This is a rumor yeah. that's cool. Like, well, the Switch Pro is not a rumor. Yeah, that's a thing that's Look, gonna come. We we normally do stay away from rumors, but I spoke of the Final Fantasy Origins one because I've read several sources and it seemed to keep growing. This one, so it was a very interesting one. That's why I brought that up. Um, I was gonna say the Switch Pro one, but I already knew your reaction was gonna be. But Press Start wrote an article on that today as well, so that's gaining traction. I think it's happening, man. I reckon. I, by, I know it's happening. I reckon. I know wait, it's hold happening. up, hold up, hold up. I reckon by I next. I know it's happening. By next episode, we'll have an announcement on Switch Pro. You watch. You watch this, and I'll let you lead it off in the news. I just don't care. Like when it happens, <laughs> I'll be like, "This is now news." You know, like that's one of those things where. It comes out and you're like, oh my God. It's like like the next Rick and Morty season. Like yeah. that's not a rumor. And when they announced the date for the new Rick and Morty seasons, it wasn't like, whoa, holy crap, new Rick and Morty. It'd be like, I was just like, great. This is the time, this cool thing that I'm already excited for because it exists. Mm -hmm. Now I know when it's coming. So when like when the switch rumors would be what it does. Okay. You know? Yeah. Fair call. Cool. So I'm just annoyed at that. That's my lame train. Uh, my, mine is uh, having a normal job now where I'm going to struggle to get up at three o'clock in the morning to watch these E3 presses. Um, no. um, I want to do like, like you spoke about doing your reaction for Xbox. I was actually thinking a while ago, going, hmm, we should do like a live reaction of both of us watching Xbox. Cause that would be really fun. Yes, it would. Yeah. Uh, um, but yes, um, I don't think I'll be able to, oh, I'll watch it, but I'll be like on the couch in the blanket and then afterwards I'll go back to sleep and I'm going to have to pick and choose like some of the ones on like that would normally watch that go, oh, this could be okay. And then normally they're not. Um, I'll probably yep. be starting to skip more of those. And the little ones like tonight, the Far Cry 6 reveal, even though I'm excited for Far Cry 6, I don't think you I want to watch it tomorrow. I don't think I yeah. want to stay till 2.30 in the morning, but I'll probably get up for the Horizon one, because that's at 7 a.m. That's a lot more friendlier time. Yep. So, me, so yeah. yeah. But, you know, that one, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll get up for that. But, like, you know, 2.30 in the morning, Far Cry 6, no, I'll be skipping those. And it's, it's yeah, it's, it's just a bit lame. But if I was working from home, maybe we could get around this. Okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. Also, uh, lame is lockdown is back in Melbourne. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, let's roll on to Love Train. Uh, okay, uh, what did you love this week? Easy one. I have a feeling yours might be the same, and it's just GTA Online with, with a whole bunch of people with playing with the Gen Oz crew and playing with yourself, and then yeah. also like separate GTA Online with like different friends from the stream and jumping in with like Jono is not home and with Mon, with Go Kamikaze and Spooky Peach. There's just a whole, and we all jump in doing like when I'm in there with the Gen Oz crew and with you guys. We're doing the heists and I'm learning the lore and having fun and doing that. And then when I'm with the uh, other guys from the, with the Twitch fam, we're just doing silly things. Kind of like what you were talking about with Ryan just playing tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, we haven't played tennis for a couple of days. Fuck, we've got to play yeah. that tonight. 
Yeah, we should do some. I'm down. Oh uh, no, no, but this, yeah, that's, this, that's this is a one v one me versus Ryan thing. Like it's very, oh, I understand. it's very, it's very, it's very, it's very serious stuff when we get the tennis going. Oh, right. Um, yes, my love train is Genoa's GTA fun times. Exactly what you said. It's been a lot of fun. I haven't laughed that much in a game playing with people for a long time. Yeah, and uh, we just haven't gamed like that like regularly for a long time at the same game with a group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, I've got another question about GTA. Davpool says you're laughing. Apparently, calls the nearby shopping center call police. Is that correct? No. <laughs> Even though I couldn't stop laughing at everything that was going on in GTA. Was, oh my god, it was yeah, very usually fun. blowing up my Batmobile. Yeah, or shooting out someone's tires or one tire before they drive off. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so, it is so dumb, but it's brilliant. Or, it's all brilliant. Or quietly throwing a grenade under the car because you can't kill your friends, but the explosion of the car can. Mm. <laughs> Aren't it just? All right, let's roll into the hype train. <laughs> boom. All right, uh, I just put the boom in there because it used to be on the old sound effect of hype train. Oh, but, nice. Uh, I appreciate uh, that. Uh, what are you hyped for this week? I know we only um, spoke about hype stuff last week, but what are you hyped for now? Well, this one's a, a bit of a weird, different one for me. I'm hyped because I'm uh, jumping into my first serious D&D game oh, tomorrow. Oh, look at you! I'm actually hyped. I've been, I've been creating my character. I don't know if you guys will see this very clearly over there, but this is uh, some notes I've been writing on my yeah. on my first ever serious character. He's going to jump you, in. You, and, you got and... really high charisma there. Thank you. Thank you. But but I'm look at my strength. And look at my intelligence. Yeah, yeah, because that way you can go, oh, yeah, what do I do about this guy? It's like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 I've got, like, just no strength. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to come up with a reason to join in a, a pre-existing campaign that's already at level seven. So it's really exciting because I had to come up with not only, a, like, a um, backstory, but, like, even a backstory as to why am I good enough to be skilled All at right. level seven and still uh, start uh, off. Are they, are they going to power level you to level seven? Yeah, so I'm going to oh, jump wow. in and be at level seven. Oh, that's cheating, but, but okay. But I had to come up with like why and and what purpose and was I a trained soldier or did I do this or that? And yeah. So I've, I've got a whole bunch of interesting things that I can't wait to just uh, dive into and explain. I'm, I'm, I'm 12 years old in it. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna laugh so much. This is an epic troll by Zach on you and he kills you off first episode straight away. Because all right, thanks, Carl. See you later. Well, he can't do that because I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. which, which guy died first? <laughs> like, it can't be me. It can be you. He, he's the dungeon master. He can do what he wants. I know. I was making an 80s reference, uh, but but I'm not going to dive any deeper into that. Oh. Who dies first in those movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what, you, well, you've got a red shirt on, so it's normally in Star Trek to go in the red shirt goes. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Our stupid red shirts. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, that's what I'm hyped for. I'm a bit nervous, uh, but I'm I'm excited to try for the first time. It's it's with the crew at Ice Peak Giant. I love. I don't have many details as to where and how, and but it's all recorded on their yeah. podcast as well. So yeah. I'll have somewhere to tell you guys to check it out next, oh, next that, episode. That's really cool. Um, um, what about for, you? Uh, I am excited for Ratchet and Clank. It's going to be our next review game. Oh, thank God. Um, so we don't know when the next episode is going to be. We're just trying to figure it out around this release. It's going to depend on a few factors. But I feel like, is this the start of the current gen? Or new gen? I'm going to say new gen, not next gen. New gen. Yes. 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 Because it's, 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 not, be the one. it's not next gen anymore because we're in it now. But it's new gen. It's still new. But we've, yep. been, we've been looking for like that first big bang, that big ripple effect that you go, yep. oof, okay, we're here. But we haven't, well, we've had little ripples of like uh, how nice Demon Souls looked and some things in Returnal were really cool. Yeah, uh, and, and like, um, what is it? The uh, 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 Astrobot. Astrobot. Felt cool. Felt cool. Like little things here and there, but we haven't had the bit that goes, oh my gosh, okay, I yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, uh, which uh, I miss feeling that on day one which we haven't we haven't felt that in many many generations where day one you're just like and here we are in the next generation oh switch kind of nailed that with how cool the yes. switch was and zelda switch breath of the wild it. i think they, that's, they that's nailed the it. last time we yeah felt that. and i think the la that was a wii u game and then the time before <laughs> that maybe playstation 2 
I'd say the PlayStation yeah. 2 was a big jump, man. PS2 felt like that when I played uh, Final Fantasy X. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I felt it when I, I felt it when I cinematics. when I played GTA 3. Yeah, yep, very true. Um, I, yeah, but that's that's an, I thought the Switch as well, but yeah, like I said, that was a Wii U game. True, so but like, I meant the port portability and playing this amazing oh, game. Yeah. Portable. Yeah. I felt that oh, going that going, wow, you know, this is You're absolutely right. This is absolutely incredible. Right. You know. Yep. Um so right. And I miss that. I miss I miss turning on the Nintendo 64 and going, oh my god, I'm in a new world. This is different. This is yeah. new and awesome, and the technology is a better and like I you know, we've talked about this at length, yeah. and that probably that feeling will probably never come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to Ratchet and Clank and what it puts on the table. I'm interested to see how this warping dimensions is going to work and things like yeah. that. Uh, there's and these visuals look stunning. And, and the visuals and, and things like that. So I'm, I'm quite excited for that. Um, and I feel like this could be, be, uh, um, yeah, that, that nice shockwave that everyone goes, oof, contender. Yep. Like, is it going to be a contender for game of the year? Um, it, things it like this. Be, and it's. It's just over two weeks away. It, yeah, it's very soon. So hopefully very we'll soon. be back in two weeks with a nice juicy review of that. And then the following week after that. So it's, it comes all very sudden. We have Ratchet Clank come out. We legit go through three or four days of Eve 3 um, off the back of that. So we'll be having the Express cast then for a couple of the events. Yep. As we said, Microsoft, Ubisoft, and if PlayStation, Nintendo do them, if, if they don't, um, we don't do those. We just do Microsoft, Ubisoft. Then in the, yeah, in, the in the big wrap episode, we'll include announcements from PC gaming, uh, Summer Games Fest, etc. But we won't be doing full express cast for them. We're just leaving them for the for the big ones for for, for the for the big ones. And if Square Enix decides to come out of their shell and do one, we'll probably do one for Square because I think they'll have some damn cool announcements coming up. Yeah. But then again, all their stuff could be on the PlayStation one. But PlayStation have announced uh, anyway. Everyone's just playing their own freaking game now. It's insane. It makes it so much harder than it used to be, man. Yeah. Give me, give me 2017, 18, and 19 E3s again, where it was all there, and we could just yep. go right. We're gonna plan all just around. The list. No, we're sitting there right now, just going. We have no idea. PlayStation could just go buggy you all two weeks after E3. We're gonna do ours, and it's like or like yeah. next week. Yeah. E exactly. Exactly. Um. But yeah, um, guys, we're going to wrap it up. That was episode 103. Thanks to everyone for hanging out. Remember twitch.tv slash game train twitch to catch it all on here. Spotify, iTunes to listen to it later on or Podbean, etc. But uh, yes, Carl, anything before we drop out? No, that's everything. Cool. I, I can't wait to come back with news about Ratchet and Clank. That's right. That's right. And I'll see you in a few minutes on Discord uh, for some GTA 5. And, Hell yeah. And the rest of you, I'll see you all soon. Thanks for hanging out. This has been Game Train. See you guys.